This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. That's the best ever. I'm glad for that. I'm glad when, like, two bad brewers just badly brew bad brew bros against bads. Oh, man. This makes me feel so good. Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to you by ManorDeprived.com and 60Cards.com. Check us out. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mice they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from the federal palm-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them... Maybe you can listen to the A Team. KYT. I don't know about you guys, or I'm just mind tricking myself constantly. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Boosh. They're of a different culture, KYT. They prefer their magic untainted by the internet. Scotty. Then you just pull the fucking mind slaver and you just dome them with their own dude. That's entertainment. And Medina. I'm on camera and I'm like, oh man, don't blink. Act like you meant to do this. <laughs> and now, the AT. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 86 of the A-Team podcast. This is KYT with Jay, Jonathan Medina, and Scott McCallum. How's it going? Awesome. Wow, just a single name for me, eh? Yep, Jay got a single name again. <laughs> Not even Boosh, just... Just Boosh. <laughs> just Jay. I'm here with G.A. again, unfortunately. <laughs> and they got all jacked. Jonathan Medina. Medina? It's Scott McCallum. I think that's the first time I said Scott's full name, but... Uh, it is. It is. Felt, felt uh, like I needed to. Because I always just say Jonathan Medina. <laughs> <laughs> So, what's up, guys? Nothing much. <laughs> Nothing much. Uh... We, we were all just talking on the cast prior to about how we've all had fucking, like, the most terrible weeks ever. Just like real life has been shitty. And uh, so it's nice to be able to finally get a break and let's uh, let's talk about some magic. Magic. I had a good weekend. Um, I was scrambling for a deck all week. Doing my usual thing where I switch deck every you know every night and and just can't make uh, my up make, I can't make up my fucking mind on the words I'm saying right now but I couldn't make my fucking mind up on my deck choice um then ship at Hala Michael Hedrick uh, shipped me his red green aggro list and I decided to play it blind did he um, holler. <laughs> 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 so his list was red green aggro your your typical list but except his was uh very much tweaked um very much biased towards beating the mirror so he'd have silver hearts main deck he'd have three bonfires main deck he had three incinerates he has no galbat blast no pillar of flame um and I don't know, Bonfire was a superstar for me um, all weekend. Um, in the PTQ, I lost to the Mirror, sadly, because the guy had Sword of Fire, uh, Sword of uh, War and Peace, <laughs> Fire and Ice. <laughs> Clearly lost tonight. Um, and I just couldn't beat it. And 
post-cyborg, he was able to arc-trail arc my mana dudes and went that way. And then I lost against blue-black control, which is usually, I feel, a very good matchup for like me. A but Like a buy, <laughs> but I forgot about the versions. Not the do-nothing version. This was the version that, I'm not sure if it's main deck or cyborg brings in bloodline keeper. And I took out my incinerate and my bonfires, so I was just stone cold dead um, against uh, an unta- like if he untazzled bloodline keeper, he can pretty much stabilize, especially uh, playing Tamio right after. So big mistake in sideboarding, not knowing the the good old bloodline keeper switcheroo. <laughs> <laughs> A highlight of Saturday was when I probably my first time to win. A multi four at like a PTQ level event. Now, I don't want to brag because I, I love my opponent, but uh, I, I was able to beat Nina off a of multi four against the Esper Walkers list that Scott had a good hand in designing. But sometimes the red green aggro deck just goes, you know, land elf, land sword, and win that way, especially. So, so, okay. So let's 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 talk about this for a minute, because I've heard the other side of this for almost a week now. Um, she exaggerates, obviously. So you mulliganed a lot each right. game, right. and I would really like you to like come clean because the impression is that you just mulliganed to land land elf sword every single game. <laughs> Confirm or deny. I was mulliganing more aggressively because the round before. <laughs> confirm or deny. I can't. That's, you, a, conf- I, that's okay, a confirmation. I'll confirm. Um, the okay. round before it was the 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 loss that kicked me out was blue black, and it was the round. It was either the round right before Nina or two rounds, and the reason I ended up losing was because I was keeping very slowish draws. I felt like you know I kept a hand that. That was okay against any other deck but blue-black. And I promised myself that I wasn't going to do that ever again with this deck. So against Nina, my opening seven was okay. But it, I'm like, I'm not going to do the same mistake. This was going to lose against blue-black. This is probably going to lose against Esper Walkers. I'm all that. So unplayable hand, unplayable hand, unplayable hand. Until I was down to four. I'm like, land, land, elf, sword. Okay. Pretty good. It's <laughs> like the best possible four cards you could have, you could have, except maybe if it was a bird. Right, right. Man, if she tragic slipped you, you'd be fucked. <laughs> right. So Scott's deck actually uh, has tragic slip, so I was scared about that. But at that point, I'm like, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better four, and mm-hmm. uh, it's lingering souls. I'm like, okay, I'm happy to just straight out win this game. Um. But you, like, turned two sorted every single game, didn't you? Um, I'm or not, just about? I'm not sure if I did that for the game that I lost. Um, right. But the game that I lost, she scooped prematurely. Um, and I just... Yeah, I... Yeah. Ben was watching the game and told her that she wasn't dead yet. But she, she clearly scooped her card, so I could just say when. But I was feeling... No, I'm not that type of guy. I so... I, I let her take her back, and then Noah, Noah Long, who's sitting next to us, like, what are you doing, KYT? You just pulled a Finkel. <laughs> 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 yeah. um, like, she literally scooped up, like, most of her board. Yeah. Wow. And, and you just were like, it's all good. Well, I, I beat it's her all with good, multiple. baby. Felt, felt KYT, KYT, take care of you. 
We're having wrong time. So it was funny, like, <laughs> I was up beating Jay on the PTQ, and I thought he'd be cheering for Ben, but... Uh... Fuck that guy. Holy shit. Oh, did that guy lose? Who knew? So uh, Ben Ben took it took it quite a ways, eh? Like was his he... opponent in the finals playing Bonehorde? No, his opponent in the finals was playing red-green aggro. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it was probably just another instance of combat math gone wrong for Ben. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's the worst. <laughs> so he hated his deck at the beginning. Uh, he he was like two one or three one. He walked up to me like I really hate my list, and but makes it with the finals. I think his list probably had some key differences from Scott. Um, the last game came down to um, like John Stern, who's who's my friend, who who drove us to the to the PTQ, ended up winning the whole thing. Um, it came down to a judgment call where John Stern. Had birds, elf, um, uh, birds, elf, forest, forest with mana barbs in hand, and at this point, Ben could have upkeep, go for the throat, the the birds to to get John off of red, uh, but he didn't. So uh, John played mana barbs, but but Ben was able to to play an oblivion ring anyways. Yeah, but uh, it, it, you know, a lot of people thought that was like one of the bigger misplays of the game. But it's, it was- the main difference is between the list, like, like they were really close, actually. Um, but Ben, I think a lot of it came down to his matchups, too. Like, I was, I was talking to him about sort of what he played, and he basically had, like, gift matches all the way through. Like, he only played against Green Red Agar once, and the guy only had turn two sword once. You know what I mean? Like, like, it, it really just came down to the matchups, because that deck was really well positioned for that weekend, with the exception of turn two sword. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, so I'm not surprised he took it so far, based on the matchups that he was up against. Um, but me and John felt like, because we, we were playing different versions of red-green aggro, but, but you know, it, it has the same core, and we both felt like the Esper decks. Like, Terminus is basically the best card against us. Yeah. Um, but it reminds me, you reminded me that Ben had a... Sort of a gift in in the top eight. Um, the story is he his opponent in the top eight got a game loss because oh yeah, in the side <laughs> duress, four duress in the sideboard, four duress in the sideboard, and he just never in the used finals it. or some <laughs> shit quarterfinals. Holy fuck! So, <laughs> you know what I, you know what I think is just odd is that they don't retroactively do anything about that. <laughs> like what what did you expect? What do you mean, like? Yeah, like I mean, like I guess there's nothing they could do, but like this guy made it to the quarterfinals with like an like an illegal deck, and like nobody really knows if he actually played any of those cards or not. Like it's possible that he did. <laughs> I mean, and, if like, he played them, then the person who he played them on is an idiot, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. But like, what? But like, I mean, like I'm just saying, like out of everything that could have happened, like maybe he didn't play it, but he had it in his hand, or like I mean, it was in his board anyway. That's the same as if I just took a twelve card sideboard. It's like no advantage uh, to doing that. But it's still illegal, and then I just make it to the corner finals. I'm like, well, just game loss. Like, it's it's funny because well, no when, big deal. <laughs> when when KYT said four to rest in the sideboard of uh, a PTQ, I thought he meant, oh man, the duress is good right now, right? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like thinking in my head, man, duress is pretty good right now. <laughs> And then I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, Duress isn't legal right now. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's why he was saying it. 
<laughs> if we were the opponent, it'd be too funny. This card is so good. Why isn't it in my Esper Walker's list? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's I think it's okay. I don't know if it's like good, good, but you know, I don't even to, to think about it now. Like in, right. in hindsight, like I don't think it's that good actually at all. In this meta game, yeah, right. Yeah, I don't think it's that good in this meta because this meta is like very creature driven right now. Right. Unless you know, like you got like, yeah, but Esper, like, I mean, you got like the big decks are what the right now the Worm Coil Engine deck, right? Right. Um, then, um, then you got the freaking deck you play, Green Red, that's creature based, and then you got like Primeval Titan dot deck, which is creature based. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Dress is terrible right now. Yeah. I would fucking like kill for a Thoughtseize. In M13. Well, yeah, like, I mean, fucking I mean, kill for that card. Yeah, I mean, Thoughtseize is insane, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, do the right thing, Wizards. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I was just really pleased to 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 support Ben going all the way. That was pretty awesome. Um, you know, it was it was really riveting. I was sitting uh, barbecue with people that I hate anyway, and I'm like checking my phone periodically, and I'm like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. So it was uh, it was disappointing to hear that he lost, but uh, really awesome to, uh, to for the ride on the way there. It was pretty sweet. Well, ne- well, Nina to start. It seemed like she started off three zero or four zero. She was like near the top tables. Uh, yeah. So it seemed like, uh, and she and she enjoyed the deck. She loved it. So yeah. it's. I'm telling you, listen. This is some of the most fun I've ever had playing Magic. Is running this deck. Like it's it's completely unreal. Like I I shift a I shift the list to Jerry just a couple days ago. And I'm hoping he can get back to me in time of the weekend um, for some sideboard support because, like, I've got about three different ways. Like, I need to I, I need to f- to shore up against the green red matchup because, like, Stranger Guys and Sword of War and Peace and Green Sun Zenith are cards that are frustrating, mm-hmm. um, especially Green Sun Zenith, right? Because, like, you're running four of them. Like, I terminate your Stranger Guys table. You're like, all right, well, Green Sun Zenith, Stranger Guys. Like, fuck my life, right? You know what card I found is really good against that deck in my pod deck? Hmm. Skin Render. Hmm. Skin Render is insane against that deck. That deck can't beat me because of Skin Render. Well, they just incinerate it, right? <laughs> yeah, but you already get you already get you get something for it. Like if, if they're like Huntmaster, you're like Skin Render, you're Huntmaster, and it's like, yeah, go ahead and incinerate it. You just wasted incinerate it and a Huntmaster. Yeah. See, like. But, like, I would rather just, like, cast Sever the Bloodline. Yeah, I have that, too. Yeah, I know. Okay, so, okay. Because, so, like, while we're talking about four-mana answers, yeah, no, like, I'm, I I hear what you're saying. Like, and actually, to hear KYT talk about Bloodline Keeper, but then to hear him talk about fucking, oh, I just put my incinerates back in makes me sad, too, so. Anyways, there's, like, seven different ways from Sunday. I'm trying to figure out how to beat this goddamn deck. Does, and, oh. does the red-green aggro keep incinerate in against, uh... The blue control decks? Absolutely, because it's got to kill the walkers, right? I don't, I don't know if they do. Do you, KYT? Do you keep in your incinerate against the control deck? Um, generally, like I don't, but like Phil Sam says he does, um, because sometimes it might be for, like maybe to kill a planeswalker, but usually it's also like you're 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 just attacking them, and, and it gives you that reach. Um, uh-huh. so, um, because there's no. I don't think it plays other. You obviously side out all the the two damage ones, but sometimes you might keep in a few incinerates for that reach. I was yeah. like, like, like sometimes even though it's not that great, 
like ripping a bonfire you know, late game <laughs> against control decks pretty insane but you know it's an inconsistent uh option so i'm i'm like but it's insane against like control decks with lingering souls at least then you don't feel so bad oh my god like i was playing i tested some matchups yesterday and uh, i was playing against like a, a reanimator um control deck i don't know if it was solar flare like i didn't see enough of the cards to know <laughs> but it but it had red in it and it so basically, like, like, tried to, like, it was almost like Frights, but it was, like, three-color Frights. I don't know if this is a real deck or a brew or, like, whatever. But anyway, I was playing it. It seemed to work really well for him. Like, he was he was doing what he wanted to do all the time. But it was always just, like, it's, like, Souls, Flashback Souls, uh, and, like, put the pressure on. And I'm, like, down to, like, 15 or 12 life. And it's just, like, yeah, I just rip a bonfire any turn, fucking crush you, like, <laughs> game over, nice fucking turn you have. Like, it was insane. And then, like, when I was playing Red Green Grant, like, I was testing out this Red Green Ramp list I put together, and uh, it was, like, it was insane. It was, like, yeah, just, like, ramp into two Titans, and then he'd be, like, um, image your Primeval Titan. And I'm, like, yeah, shit, you had four lands, now you have six, that's bad. And then I'm, like, Inferno Titan, your guy away. And then he just goes <laughs> fucking... And then he just goes, like, uh, what's that red spell where you draw two, discard two? Faithless looting. Yeah, he just goes faithless looting twice, dumping, like, three images and a sun titan into his bin. And then he just fucking, like, obviously on burial rights and gets them all, because he's just living the dream. And then I just rip bonfire the damn to play in red green. <laughs> I'm like, just like, oh, whoops, I guess you just fucking take it, bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, like, speaking, of, speaking of bonfire, I do want to brew with Medina because he loves blue red and I oh yeah I love play, it I do want to play a blue red deck with bonfire um of the damned if if it works let's do it man yeah I'd like to see if that's a deck or not I mean I have all the cards for it it seems like it would be good think twice boom yeah <laughs> think twice bonfire the damned you for five on your turn untap Delver take an extra turn crush you you lose would, would you run think twice in in the blue red I'd run desperate ravings bro. Um, like yeah. I, because I would consider being like going all the way and trying to see if temporal mastery fits, and that's why I would play think twice. But yeah. or else I would play desperate raving for sure. But if I was trying to like, I really want to see if I can do this miracle. Like, yeah, but what, what? Just because the second card might be the miracle is what you mean? Oh wait, you're right. Desperate raving because I can still reveal, right? Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So you're right. Um, yeah, I think you should just run it, like Desperate Ravens. Yeah, but then you get the opportunity to potentially have to discard the Miracle without... Oh, right. Right? right? So... I don't yeah. know. I don't know what the ruling is on that, but also on you what? might want to... Whether, like, if you can discard the Miracle... I thought you played it as you drew it. No. No, no, no. You can no, because you have to resolve the Ravings as part of yeah, the draw. You can, you, yeah, you can... Like, and if it's random, for example, if it's the other one, Desperate... Is Desperate Ravings r random? And yeah. faceless looting's not, yeah. yeah. So what you do with with desperate ravings, just for everybody out there who doesn't know, uh, <laughs> you, you you draw your card, and you if you want to miracle it, then you reveal it as a miracle, and then you still like number your cards one, two, three, and four, five, six, and then roll like a dice to determine random. And if the card isn't random, then you can still miracle it. Yeah, I I still think like because I think the the only way it will work is with Shrine of Burning Rage. So that's why I like Desperate Ravens in the deck. Try a burning range. Ooh. Yeah. Ugh. 
Fuck this deck. Fuck brewing. This is not F and M hero Horde of Notions cast. Well, I mean, I mean that's 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 what it yeah, used geez, to stop be. Hanging out with Lansdale. Fuck. That's that's what it used to be. Uh, but I don't know now because uh, Shrine of Burning Rage was was awesome because when you stick it against like a control deck, it was just like it was insane. You win, and then like randomly, yeah, randomly you kill things that like have pro red or pro, you know, because like sometimes they have a sorted dude, and then you can just shrine it. Yeah. Um. So like it was it was really good against that meta because like Phyrexian Crusader was huge. Now Sword of War and Peace, which I can see like the correlation there. And then uh, and then like against a control deck, they just they're stone dead to it. And uh, same thing with like Delver decks will have to race the Shrine because they really can't get rid of it after until after board when they bring in like uh, you know uh, freaking. I play main deck. Divine, Divine offering. offering. Divine offering. Yeah. yeah, but I mean the Delver decks that played main deck Divine offering have like one. Yeah. yeah. So, so what I'm saying is you have four shrines and like Desperate Ravings is like, is powering them up and all of your other red spells and stuff. So, uh, so it's been, it was really good when I was testing it. Um, so that's what I would, that's what I would try first. But now that the control decks aren't as prevalent and that it's more like creature decks, then maybe like the key card is Bonfire. Who knows? You know, just want to play that all the time, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So to wrap up my weekend, I think I then ended well, up. It's, no, no, because it's not a wrap up. Well, then the weekend. next day, oh. after all of the good Esper control players left, <laughs> leaving with like ten people in the room, what happened? Ten people in the room. Well, how many people were at the CMT actually? Because <laughs> there's a CMT after on Sunday after the PTQ, and after all of the good Esper control players left, there left how many people in the room? There were uh, twenty-five. There were twenty-five, roughly twenty-five people. Alright. Um so I'd wonder like to, to our listeners, I wonder if like they the reason Noah Long and uh Tomic and uh Steve Tomic did this is because they thought it would be successful if you pair a PTQ with another tournament the day after. It is possible that this is counterproductive because maybe people uh just want one day of magic and not two, and usually people don't wanna Tra- unless the second one was a PTQ, like two PTQs in a row, people aren't going to stay at a hotel for like a CMT. Yeah. So only 25 people showed up. So it wasn't, it was five rounds. So you just had to go 3 0, <laughs> draw, draw, which is what I did. I did face the Mono Blue Architect deck. And that deck just like has Such a hard balls. time killing me. It's pretty terrible. Like, I don't know how the hell Brad Nelson fucking did so well with it against the field in, in like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that deck doesn't scare me at all. <laughs> it's like, play your worm coil, uh, untap, play conscript, steal it, kill you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, mana leak? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Dumbass. It just felt very dirty. I think maybe a tweak list because. I mean, at some point he was just worm call, image, 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 but I was able to sit back with, like, let's say Keswick Wolf Front to kill the images and Bonfire, bonfire of the Damned. Right, of the Damned. So, or, or I was just like Huntmaster, 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 and it would take him forever to, to kill me. So, um, you know, and, and each of his game when he went against me and my other friend, John, who was also playing at the CMT, the winner of the PTQ, you know, the games went long. So. It would need to streamline that deck if I were to play it. And uh Scott, you know I have a soft spot for Grand Architect, so maybe I'll try to like play 
this deck, but the version I used to play was with Birthing Pod, so. Yeah, and I think that's probably optimal. <laughs> I, I will say that uh, I have a big, huge crush on Zealous Conscripts. That card is just insane. Like, yeah. it's really good. What did you play? Did you play with the KYT? I did. I, I had uh, in the top eight and top four, I had two blowout wins. So I'll just talk about them real quick. Uh, in top eight, I faced Frights, uh, where the guy had Elish Norns and a Solemn. So we just conscript, steal the Elish, the Solemn dies, and attack with the team. For like 24, he's dead. <laughs> the second game, the guy. Oh, that's a dream. Sun Titan and Phantasmal Image. I have like a team of guys. So I had exactly enough mana to conscript, get the Sun Titan, attack, get Ghost Quarter, my Kessig Wolf Run, bring back Kessig Wolf Run, <laughs> image, swing for like infinite. <laughs> Holy shit. So, but I do want to ask you, John, I'm not sure in the mirror if I, if I bring it in. I know in, against these control decks that slam like a big fatty, Sun Titan, yeah. Elishnor, but against the mirror, I'm... I was trying to visualize it in my head. Like, if I steal a silver heart, does it really matter? Because I'm not getting... It loses its bonus. Am I really doing anything if I do that? I mean, they might have a bunch of dudes to block. Well, if you, if you like, steal the silver heart, then play a Geist, then your silver heart will pair with, your, with the Geist. Right. And then they could all attack. Right, right. Yeah, and then, like, they lose their bonus because they don't control the silver heart anymore. So, like, I think it's the, the, the only... Pl- place that and I'm, I'm not like completely sure i just started playing standard again uh I, I was off i was off for a couple weeks but um but yeah i think the only time that zealous conscripts is good is when you can steal the silver heart and play something for me that happens more often because i can pod into the conscript right right and then steal the silver heart and then play another threat you know right like a like a strangle root guys i mean for me it's only the strangle root guys because that's the only thing i have haste in my deck but uh but yeah, well, in the conscripts. So so, so yeah, I, I I would say like you probably want to board it out, right? Because they leave their incinerates in too, right? Right, right. So um, so you like them like it's good against control decks. It's against the titan decks. Um, like for me, it's good against everything, but pretty much everything because like against pod, I can steal their pod and use it. For my own my own pod chain, um, also like I can steal someone's creature and just pod it out. You can also like hyper pod yourself with that too, right? Yeah, like can... like Jerry's <laughs> list, right? Where you go like turn like you can go from like three from two right away to four, and then you go from four right away to six or something, right? Because you can get like Deceiver Exarch on tap to go to yeah, four. I'm not, and I'm not from, doing the Deceiver thing, but yeah, you well, can go from... Uh, from four to six, right? Because you yeah. just bring out your conscripts and then untap your pod. Yep. So. Yeah, I, that's so one of the too. very first things that I noticed about it, um, that you can untap your pod with it. And uh, that's why I wanted it from like day one. When it first came out, I was like, yeah, I want this in my deck. And uh, yeah, it's just really good because like, I can grind with other decks, like the little decks that Conscripts is not good against. I just grind those decks down with like removal spells and, you know, uh, skin renders and stuff like that. Um, and then like the Conscripts comes just in time to remove like big threats to finish the game. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's always, it's almost always good for me. Like, yeah, uh, in your deck, in your deck. Yeah, yeah, in a pod deck. In any, yeah. I think in any, well, in, 
I especially believe in the black splash for pod because I feel like the the black adds a lot, especially for a creature like Driven Meta. You know, mm-hmm. in my deck I was running three, uh, I was running three Gopher Throats, and uh, and what I did is I cut one of the Gopher Throats for a Sever, like Scott was saying, and uh, because the Worm Coil decks were were coming out in force, so I was like, oh, I'm gonna put in this one Sever. And uh, I got to blow out a Delver player with it. Uh, he, he freaking, uh, he has a slow start, and he plays double intangible virtue. And I'm like, oh, man, this is a dream come true. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what he's going to do is he's going to double virtue, and then he's going to, like, flashback lingering flashback souls. Lingering souls. And uh, I even, like, kind of baited him a bit. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you got five mana. It's going to be the lingering souls party up in here. And he's like, yup. <laughs> So he like plays Lingering Souls, flashes it back, and I'm just like, Hallelujah. <laughs> so, so then I untapped it, I'm just like, Yeah, several bloodline, hit you. <laughs> wow. Oh man. It's funny though, he helped me in the in the game we were playing. Cause like I won that game and so in game two, uh I get like I ramp into like a turn like three or four um curse. But he had already played a lingering uh t- intangible virtue. So I played a curse on top of his virtue, and then he played Lingering Souls out. So he had a bunch of Lingering Souls tokens, and then, like, I played a pod. So, like, I could I could pod for a five drop, and I was, like, trying to figure out, like, what I wanted to get. And I was like, oh, man, do I get, like, Stinger Fling Spider, or, like, what do I want to get to, like, slow this Delver deck down, right? Um, and he goes, like, I'm just thinking, I'm like, I almost, like, decided on Stinger Fling Spider, right? Right. I'm like, I think I'm just going to get the spider, kill a dude, and then block a dude, and then, like, take some damage, block another dude, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, man, you got the pod. Now you're just going to get the acidic slime and kill my <laughs> my, my uh, intangible virtue and wipe my board. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I did that and, and then killed him. <laughs> nice. Way to go, John. Yeah, very bad. So what what matches are you finding that Curse is really performing well for you in right now? Uh, I'm not sure about Curse right now. I left it in as a crutch. Like I said, I haven't played, I haven't played any standard for like two or three weeks because I kind of went on a tilt with the the the, mad, the uh, FNM Hero stuff, and then um, so I just got back. I just played for the first time on Tuesday, and I left the Curse in because I felt that I needed it against Delver and tokens. Uh. Before, I was just trying to lean on Sever, and Sever is not enough. Mm-hmm. So uh, I felt like Curse is just a nice... Uh... The other thing is, like, I wouldn't mind boarding that in against Wolfrun, because, like, my plan against Wolfrun would be to shut off their... Um, Inkmoth Nexus. Ink, Inkmoth Nexuses, and then, like, just... I have, like, go for the throats for the Titans and Zealous Conscripts. So, like, once I just have to deal with Titans, then the game becomes easier, you know? Yeah. So I left it in because, like, on the off chance I might board it against the ramp, and then, like, for sure for the Delver matchup. But I'm not sure how good it is in either of those. Like, I changed my list up a bit and added it because I was feeling like one of the good cards against Delver is Stranglerud Geist. So I added, I went up to four Stranglerud Geist in my deck, and that's been, the deck has been performing better against, like, Delver and Control decks since I did that. So... So I'm not sure how much, like, weight... I'm not leaning on the curses as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Why? What do you think? Have you been have you been playing Curse? Do you like feel like it's kind of lost its edge? Or I I've been cutting it from my list lately, uh-huh. and uh, and a lot of the reason is 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 the only matchups that I find that it's really even doing anything against is like you said like Wolf Run right? So Inkbot yeah. Nexus, um, and uh, and and ideally like Equipment Delver right? Yeah. But because I mean like tokens they're just going to out anthem you anyway. You know what I mean? Like, like you almost are better off just bringing in like universal hate that you can use for the anthems. Well, yeah, your deck, you. It's a totally of, different dynamic. I, yeah, I, yeah. I guess because I could just slime the anthems. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for me, it's like, I it's really tough because cursed. It, it's just for five mana. Like I'm not sure it's doing enough. Like sure, I can wrap the board fucking three times by round by like turn five. Like that can uh-huh. happen, right? <laughs> but, yeah, but. It's it's not like it just it doesn't feel like it's it's performing well enough. Like Jay and I were talking about it too on Friday, and like I mean against Delver, it's not really even all that great because they're bringing Celestial Purge in anyway against my yeah, deck. Yeah, they're definitely bringing right? Purge in. Yeah. Whether I bring Curse in or not, like they're bringing a Purge or two in. Yep. And what I find is they'll bring Purge in in most decks, but against me they don't because they don't realize like that I'm going to bring in Curse, you know? Because I'm yeah. a birthing pod deck, and you know. So then, like, I just blow them out with the curses anyways. Yeah. So, like, for me, it's just, I, I've been finding it really underperforming. Like, I'm sure it's fine against, you know, opposing Lingering Souls control decks. Like, I'm mm-hmm. sure it's fine in that matchup. But, like, I think that there's better ways for me to win that matchup than just relying on curse to kill their guys. Yeah. Do you have an Alice in yours? No. I thought about that, too. But, I mean, like, so realistically, though, in what matchups do I want that in? Right? Because... Like, by the time I hit seven mana, like, I'm expecting to use that to kill, what, like, red-green aggro as a deck? I mean, yeah, the red-green aggro can't do much after that. I mean... But, but like, am I not just dead? Yeah, I mean, you, seven? But by seven, by seven mana. The other thing is, you, you they can do the blowout, like KYT said. Steal your Elishnor and Super Anthem and kill you. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, I found, like, this is one thing that's really scary these days. Um, I watched the SCG coverage, so, like, before I played, so, like, I built my deck in a certain way, and one thing I found is, like, on Tuesday night when I played the FNM Hero deck, I held Worm Coil Engine more than I've ever held Worm Coil Engine before, and, uh, the real, the reason is for, like, two key reasons is the clones, like, there's so many clones around there, and, and the second thing is, like, uh, friggin' Zealous Conscripts, Mm -hmm. so, like, just those two cards alone, I was holding Worm Coil, like, forever, because I'm just like, well, uh, you know, if they copy my stupid, like, Dark Imposter, like, it's not really going to matter, you know? But, like, if they copy my Worm Coil engine, I'm going to have a problem on my hands, you know? Yeah. That's funny. I've actually gone to the point where one of, and it sounds so terrible, but right now, with the way that, that my deck chooses to handle solutions, like, Torpor Orb is a very serious card on my sideboard. Like, no lie. It sounds so stupid. But, like, the only cards that, the, like, the primary cards that I'm scared shitless about are conscripts. Like, that card is absurdly good. Yeah. Um, you know, like, Acidic Slime to keep me off my lands, you know, and kill the Torpor Orb. Like, Huntmaster. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Titans. Like, all of these cards. Like, I can clean up the board. I can fucking mess up combat and block shit all day. Like, so long as it's not a turn two sword or a fucking 187 ability, I'm not worried about it. You know? Uh-huh. So yeah, I've been uh, Torporb's a real thing for me, man. Like, yeah, I, I, I believe it. I mean, does Torporb does not stop clones though, right? 
No, because they no. They no, come no, no. and play ads, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but I mean, like, what you're going to clone another guy that doesn't no, have no, a no, one eight no. seven ability? I, I just, yeah, but what I'm saying is for the listeners because we were talking about clones, and then you started yeah. talking about torpor orbs. So I just want to make sure they know not not to uh, try to stop clones with it. Fair enough. Yeah, but I think I think you're onto something with the torpor orb. I think it's uh, it was something I was considering not in the pod deck, obviously, because that's. <laughs> It's something I was considering to help my buddy with because he was having problems with zombies, and yeah. the big the big part of zombies is like Dross messenger is what kills you. Yeah. So if you just have torpor orbs, then it shuts off the messengers. You know. Yeah. And the other the other issue that I'm having, and the card that I keep coming around to, I was like killing myself trying to figure out how to you know get get an edge in the red green matchup, and I, maybe I just haven't played it enough. But like, I mean, if if I don't have if sword's not an issue, the other card that's an issue is strangle root guys. So. I was honestly at the point where I'm kicking around playing, like, fucking both Cage and Orb in my sideboard right now, which is terrible. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, Cage stops Green Sun Zenith, which really hurts my Terminus. And Cage stops Undying. It also stops, like, I'm almost putting it in the graveyard slot. You know, like, I had two Null Spell Bombs, for example. Yeah. But, like, Cage does the same sort of thing. Like, I don't have to worry anymore about Birthing Pod, which is a side, a side you know, benefit. But I mm-hmm. don't have to worry about Sun Titan shenanigans out of the side, out of the fucking graveyard. Frights is not a deck at that point, <laughs> right? And yeah. then I also don't have to worry about, you know, cards like Strangerogeist and all the Undying nonsense. So, like, it seems like there's good reasons to play these cards if your deck is designed to capitalize I on... Think, I think you should board into both of those and then board into Tezzerets. That's awesomely funny. If I had main deck Pristine Talismans, that would be a thing. Yeah, because then you're just like, oh, check it, I'm an artifact troll deck now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an artifact troll deck. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I've seen people do some, some pretty cool things with Tezzeret these days with the cage. I didn't see Orb, but they had, like, cage and other stuff. And the kid I was playing against was, he had, a, 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 like, a Tezzeret deck. Yeah. And uh, he was, like, it was, like, a do-nothing Tezzeret. And, uh, man, he was holding me off pretty good. Like, so... I mean, I I could see like if it's a piece of your deck because you have you have lingering souls, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like you can protect your Tezzeret and then just ultimate it from behind while you're like, you know, yeah, I don't know, could be cool. That may be worth considering after this weekend. I'm gonna try to brew with that after this weekend. I remember we used to do it in a blue blue uh, blue black infect. We would board in a couple Tezzerets because you had like uh, all this Plague artifact mirrors. stuff. The the tap Tank one. Nexus. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, Inkmoth Nexus too, but but you also had like uh, the freaking Tumble Magnet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, that, that's another card you might want to consider if you're having such problem with swords, you know. Hmm. Actually, that's not bad either. Yeah, and Titans and all that stuff. I remember, like, it used to be kind of not a solution, but like something that people used to play. Those are really good stall. Yeah, or like, uh, yeah, you know, maybe run a couple of Contagion class, then you can. Up all your planeswalkers and like kill their strangled guys once and like you know. Yeah, that's 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 reaching. We're getting crazy, man. We're getting crazy. Yeah, that's that's reaching. <laughs> I, I, I was I was the Lansdale. I'm I was somewhat Lansdale. okay with Tumble Magnet, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see how that we'll see how it all plays out. But yeah, that's that's been my issue. So like so KYT from the red green perspective, like keys to the matchup. Like you played against right. Like keys to the matchup are sword right. Sword, obviously. Um, and, like, from my side, Sword, Strangle, Rootgeist, um, 
Avengers were pretty good too. Uh, the fact that they they can flash. Um, so I can. The reason I say this is because at least I can have he's like pseudo haste against yeah. like a day of judgment on your turn. So that's what I really like about the Avenger. Um, and of course, he survives day of judgment. Another reason why Terminus off the top is so insane um, <laughs> against me. Uh, what else? Obviously, side out my hunt masters. I've yet to play. Um, that three mana enchantment, it's probably a bad idea. The one Tri- where if I control... Triumph of Ferocity? Right, right. I'm the not sure card? it's that great, but <laughs> have yet to, to get that into play. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're all very... like Even mana barbs is, is sort of... you know I have to be sort of winning and have pressure on the board, or else it's like I have to be somewhat ahead, and that just pushes me way ahead. But if mm-hmm. I'm behind, that card is just like fucking terrible. Um, so are you saying that the matchup like the, the the chance for you to win the matchup dr- like decreases dramatically if you don't like if there's no sword in the equation is that like is that a fair assessment? Um, because like like it, like in all fairness, if you've got a sword and it's on the table, um, there's like a thirty percent chance that I win that game. Right, Maybe. right, right, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it, it's definitely a big key. I think I'm trying to think. What if you have lingering souls and I don't have like a way to punch through? Like a yeah. sword or a bonfire of the damned for one, which I love to do. <laughs> then I am in trouble, but I like I still have like green red still has a lot of tools because of Keswick Wolf Run. Um, but you know, swords is a big part, and that's why you sideboard up to four. And uh, you're j- there's going to be games where you have a decent hand without artifact removal, mm-hmm. and you just you like keep it. right, or or you just. I know it's an argument, it's a debate. Like maybe you have to because it's a decent hand outside of that, but uh, because I might not have the sword in hand, right? I might just keep a decent. I'm not. I'm really not going to mulligan something that go that has a turn two strangle case against you. Yeah. So yeah, it's tough because like post board, like ideally against you, um, like post board, I'm up to six answers to sword, mm-hmm. like two revoke, two divine, two o ring, right? Like that, and that that's where I'm at. Post board for sure. Okay. And so I need to make sure I get to one of those cards. Right. Um, and then after that, we have a reasonably fair game. Right. But my issue is, is that, like, is the matchup close enough that I need more cards? That's my issue. So that that's what I'm wrestling with. So we don't we don't have to bore our listeners any further with this whole nonsense. Right, right. But I don't think so. I think like sometimes you're just on like Nina just got unlucky. You got like four ponders and six answers. I mean, if you don't get them, you just you know whatever. Well, yeah. one one more. I guess we let's let's close it up with this question. What do you hate to see from a deck like Scott's? Like you said, terminus. Terminus. You hate to see that. Right. What else do you hate to see? Like, do you see it and just cringe? Um, a board sweeper followed by Tamio is like pretty tough to beat. Um, yeah. But other than that, all of the other cards I think I can beat. Also, board sweeper followed by Gideon's bad for you too, right? Uh, uh, he can just yeah. steal the Gideon, right? <laughs> <laughs> I could. Um, but but genu- genuinely, it's it's gonna take. I really think it. Like they have to cast at least one terminus during that. During their that game, because I feel I can, I the other the other stuff is is fairly easy to come back from or or just to top deck it out of. But a well time terminus is just like whoa. So it's like I have Avenger with Day of Judgment mana up, a Strangle Root guys. It's like 
untapped terminus. What the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm running the full book of them. Like the the deck runs four terminus in two day. Like so, there's no shortage of of of, of dude death. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's no it's it's without a shadow of a doubt the worst matchup. Like the ramp version is so much easier to handle just because you get you actually do get a lot more time and it's it's just dumb guys that you have to deal with. Um, and Torpor War fucking shuts that deck out, so they have literally like no way to handle that post game, post well, like like game two. It's just because they don't see it right. I think our list um, is fine. Everyone's been begging you for the list, right? So. Yeah, it like you said, like the main deck has been sick. Like I've I've never had more fun than when I'm playing this deck, playing Magic. Um, and I just I gotta make sure that the sideboard is acceptable to beat red green, mm. and that's what I'm working on. So, anyways, we can we can uh, talk about it a little bit further, and and hopefully uh, Jerry comes through. But well, like or, said, or like, you could just message a Pro Tour champion. You know, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, never yeah, thought about that. I, I will say, I will say, Alex Hayne uh, responded to me right away when I messaged him. <laughs> he did. He oh, responded yeah. to the fuck you. <laughs> yeah, he responded to me immediately after I messaged him. Pretty much. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty awesome. He's a good guy, you know. I'm a big I'm a big fan. Where did you a, message him? On Facebook. Okay. Is that a slight jab at Reed Duke? <laughs> I'm not jabbing Reed Duke. Why would I jab at Reed Duke? Man? Because he's sexy. I'm going to talk about, like, two Lansdale things just for Jay. <laughs> so yesterday, in typical Lansdale fashion at Wednesday Night Magic, he's wearing a t-shirt, and it says, I'm awesome on it. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> so, oh, he's playing his blue-white blue -white deck against some, some mono-blue brew, and he has... In, in Lansdale deck, he actually has the Venster lock with Stonehorn Dignitary. So he has the lock, but the and three mana leaks in hand. But the opponent has Lethal on board with uh, Frost Titan and a bunch of creatures. So he, at this point, it, it feels like he can't lose. But on his turn, he top decks entreats entreat the angels. So he's like he just you know, snap plays it. And he gets completely blown out by a card that he didn't expect to be played. He gets countered by Lost and Mist. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so it bounces his defender that he can't play back. And then the Frost Titan taps the Dignitary and kills him. <laughs> oh my god, that's so awesome. <laughs> what that a greedy bastard. Awesome. See what happens when you get greedy. So, I don't, like, I don't know. I would have probably played... No, Right, so it's the oh. only card that flat out blows him out. <laughs> um, that's, the, that's the best ever. I'm glad for that. I'm glad <laughs> when like two bad brewers just badly brew bad brew bros against bads. Oh man, it just makes me feel so good. He's like, it's the only card, right? KYD, you don't play. It's not a real card. You don't play around that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Chris Lansdale talking about what's a real card and what's not a real. Card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Um. <laughs> No, the other that's, thing that's that's thing. Me... that's thing that happens. <laughs> the other thing, real quick, that had me laughing was watching a game where he would tap three to O-ring someone's Sign Titan, and then he would never, like, for a couple of turns, never untap the three mana. <laughs> so, they, so he had three mana tapped to the side. Like, he taps three and moves the three mana there. And he, like, untaps his other lands and plays a few turns with three mana tapped. I'm like, I'm, 
I guess he's paying for Mana Leak in advance. <laughs> what? The fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> and he finally realized it because I was laughing, and he's like, oh. <laughs> and tap. He's like, that was intentional. <laughs> That's how my cat Beta does it. That's my cat Beta. <laughs> but, uh, um, it's a shame Jay has never met the guy. Like, I genuinely like the guy, and I don't think Medina's met him, but I know Medina actually likes Chris. <laughs> yeah, I, I like Chris. He he seems like a cool guy. He is a cool guy. His his Twitter persona might like annoy the fuck out of people, <laughs> and his infinite podcasting. But you know, he's living to to each his own. He likes to do his podcast, whatever, dude. And wear a shirt that says "I'm awesome." <laughs> and then just holy shit, get blown up by Lost in the Mist. That's the only card. You don't play around that. That's not a real card. That's probably what he thought when you played your deck. Oh my god. <laughs> Bounce your Venser. What? And he had like three mana leaks in hand. And he couldn't like he only he only had mana to play one more, so he's like, fuck. <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> oh my god. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Is that real QRT? Is that real? Oh my god. <laughs> It looked okay. It looked pretty good, actually. And, and even Scott thought, and I told Scott, uh, I told Chris that because uh, Chris didn't get to read the co- uh, the comments, and Scott said something where it was like the first legitimate list that he's seen from Chris, and he mm-hmm. did a big compliment. It's the first. It's the first list that I've ever seen Lanzo put up, and I legitimately asked him where he got it from. Like I had to ask him, right? <laughs> but but it was it's it's legitimately reasonable, like. It's focused. Legitimately reasonable. I'm going to get a t-shirt that says that. I'm saying. That's I, what I want my t-shirt to say. Legitimately It's, it's somewhat focused. Reasonable. It's maybe like seven cards from optimal. Like maybe. That's what I strive for. But, but I'm. it's it's pretty good. I'll give it to him. That's awesome. Like, That's, is that what seeing... happens in the bar when you've set the bar so low? Is that when you do something amazing, it's really only legitimately reasonable? I mean, because we're seeing an evolution here, man. We're seeing an evolution of, of Chris Lansdale, you know? <laughs> He's gone from Donkasaurus Rex to legitimately reasonable the Stegosaurus Donk. <laughs> oh, man. He must love this. So then the joke was of the night was when we saw some, some like, other brews. That we just assumed that Lansdale probably has a version of that brew <laughs> in his bag. Oh man, like yeah, I play this in my gauntlet. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of brewers, like I was, uh, I was at the tournament and there was these two kids there, and uh, one of them likes. I was laying my deck out to do the to do the edits, you know. And one of them goes, "Hey man, why don't you run Caravan Vigil instead of Rampant Growth?" And I'm no, like. That's- that's pretty good, yeah. Good tech. I'm like, uh, because I'm like, because I don't want to give my opponent the option to when I ramp. He's like, yeah, but it costs one mana. And I'm like, yeah, but I'll never like. It doesn't matter that it costs one mana because I have to wait like ten turns to use it, you know. And so I was like trying to explain to him, and then he's like, oh man, I was just trying to make a suggestion, right? Like, no need to get all upset. And I'm like, dude, I'm not upset. I'm just trying to explain to you why I use Rampant Growth and not Caravan Vigil, you know? 
And uh, so it was kind of awkward. I felt like kind of like a dick, but I wasn't being a dick, you know? <laughs> he was like, gave me this like accusatory look and he was just like, hey man, I was just trying to help you. And I'm like, hey, I'm trying to help you, hey, man. Back off, man. I'm just trying to help you, man. Back, back up and off then, me. And I just started laughing. I'm just like, ah, it's cool, man. Everything's good. Okay. Me and Chris Lanza, <laughs> we tested this. <laughs> tested the shit out of Scarab Vigil's the Hypernut. Me and Chris Lanza, we figured that shit out. We the didn't hypernut. know anything about that. You know Chris Lambs, though. I, I can't wait till the day that uh, these two guys meet. <laughs> Jay and Chris. <laughs> in the same room. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> it was Ben Clinton also. <laughs> yeah. GG. I, I want to really meet that guy. Ben Clinton? No. Lansdale, man. Lansdale, oh. who, who loves to write articles inspired by you, John. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love him for it. <laughs> I, I was busting up because I seen that on Twitter. Right. Uh, you were like, you you posted on, from Mana Deprived, like whenever you get an article up, you put it up there, right? Right, right, right. And uh, and it said, uh, the real FNM hero. But it doesn't say who the article's by. Oh. It just says, like, the real FNM hero. I'm like, what the hell is this? So I clicked on it. <laughs> like, you suckered me. You got me. You know, I'm like, what? So I click on it, and then I see... Lansdale is pissed up right there. And I'm like, oh, brother. I'm like, I'm going to scan this for my name, and then I'm going to quit. <laughs> That's what I did. Oh, man. Shout out to Lansdale. Definitely shout out to him. I love hanging out with that guy. But I think I think that's that's all of my Type 2 adventures. And, uh, Scott, are you playing either both of the tournaments that are coming up uh, the weekend after game day? I'm not sure. Uh, I would, like, I'd like to try to get out to the PTQ, um, but we'll see. Okay. Come on. Got to Esper Walkers. Seriously. Hey, listen, if I fucking, if I, like, XO game day, um, I'll have to try to convince the wife that I need to go, but she's got, like, a million things to do on fucking Sunday that she doesn't really want to do, so I don't know if I can get away or not, but the very least, like, I should be able to at least steal away and come and check it out for a short while and support you guys a little. Okay. So, you'll see me. I mean, if you're going to fucking come to Toronto, how many times am, you know, the wife doesn't say no when I say I'm going to see KYT, so. Hopefully I can brew this deck with with uh, John here, the blue-red deck. That'd be awesome. Yeah, or, let's do it, man. I'm sure Lansdale has a version of this deck already. <laughs> I think somewhere. Lansdale's going to be like the real blue-red deck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, he's gonna I, love this episode or hate it. He, he loves. He's gonna love it. He'll he loves fucking every love it. Fuck. He loves it. He loves More it. kids to just be like, man, are you that famous Chris Lansdale from the A Team podcast? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't get over it. These tokens are looking awesome. Here, I'm gonna send you guys this. Ooh, tokens. Tokens. Oh, something else. I just sent them back to Ricky Boy. Yeah, so um, I still have. It's funny. I still have KYT tokens. They're right here on my desk. Ooh, I'm holding them in my hands. <laughs> Who's the Tamio el- em- emblem? That's also our uh, Tamio emblem. Huh. It's a uh, it's a it's a art by Polish Tamales uh, Tamio What's the emblem. Thing that's blurred. That's my. <laughs> oh, oh. We, it's I'll... it's super secret. It's not it's not released to the public yet. It looks like Mario. <laughs> <The> <laughs> yeah, he blurred it. Yeah, that's that's my uh, 
That's my token. It's hidden from the public view. I think the the, the first place people are going to see these are at Origins or at uh, in their orders when they, they order cards. Yeah. Randomly. So look out for that, folks. It's going to be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. Polish Tamale. Shout out to Polish Tamale. He did a great job on these tokens. I'm pretty pumped. Nice. Yeah, they're pretty cool. John, yours is really good, actually. Yeah, I like mine. I like mine. I'm not shirtless like JR, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, but you know, I had my my had I had my shirtless cameo in the uh, in the F and M hero art from the from the <laughs> Evil Dead. So <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think JR was a little bit jealous, you know, because I was depicted in such like awesome manner. Uh, <laughs> but he, he had to he had to get this done, you know. Where are we gonna see the real tokens? <laughs> the real tokens. <laughs> The the KYT tokens? No, no, the Chris Lansdale tokens. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna make a maybe I'll make Chris Lansdale a germ token, <laughs> a zero zero germ. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh man. Oh Here man, as a germ. Oh, that's such a sick rip. Oh, we already man. have him. We already have him in cartoon form. Because, oh yeah. Because oh, we, yeah. we did him for the uh, for that that cover of that a uh, comic art. Yeah. He probably like just his pants when he saw that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, he loved it. I know Landfill loves that stuff. It's kind of my way of like kind of just throwing him a little bit of bone, you know, like just being yeah. like, "Hey, man, you know, well, oh, you're right, Landfill." That's why Jay hates people like me and you. We perpetuate <laughs> this this man. <laughs> yeah, it's like when people don't tell smelly fat fucks that they stink. Because it's so, like rude. Because rude. Okay. So then, like, so then these smelly fat fucks have no idea, and or think that they're fucking just entitled to just rub their sweaty texture on me. Shout out! Shout out to the person on Twitter. I don't know who it was that tweeted that their local game store has a bin of travel-sized deodorants. Whoa! Yeah. And they say free one per customer. Free one per customer. Whoa! Uh, are you serious? Yeah. And why is this awesome. surprising? God damn it. Do the right thing, game stores. Like, this is, like, seriously. Yeah, do the right thing. Do the right thing, fat people. Use yeah. that shit. Use that Fuck shit. Fuck sakes. Did, uh, did, uh, what is it, is it Helene or Helen? Well, well I don't know It's French, either. it's probably Helene. Helene, yeah. Okay, Hélène. so did Hélène she ever listen to the podcast? No, like nobody we, I, sent her a link. I don't think, though. I don't either. think. Yeah, I think like I said, hey, I give you a shout out on the podcast just in case, like you know, because I have some friends in our, in in Watsi, and like I didn't want them to be talking about it and have her hear it, and then be like, oh, somebody was talking about me. What the fuck? And then listen to it and like take it out of context. So I told her about that, and then she said she'll listen to it if somebody sends her a link. And then KYT was like, no, attack, 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 attack. <laughs> no, don't listen to my podcast. The Polish. Yeah. Why? Why did you say no, KYT? I didn't worried. say no. I said I. I probably. We probably don't want. Like I just said it in some in a different way. That you said me. I prefer you didn't, didn't you? No, I probably didn't use those words, <laughs> but something like along those lines. Like, why would? But okay, so why did you say something along those lines? And uh, basically, no. Didn't want to hear those episodes where we like swear infinite. That's all. <laughs> yeah, you know, she's only like probably thirty and has never heard. She's probably never word. heard a swear word in her life. <laughs> and if she did hear one, oh my god, she would probably die even. <laughs> and KYT then would be held responsible for murder. 
And KYT is not the murderer. So just FYI for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's true. Like, it's true. I didn't even realize KYT just saved LM Burjo's life. Or did. <laughs> so I think that's, which is good. Trading. <laughs> you're such a, you're such a, uh, a hero, KYT. Oh man, he's like a life hero. Like you're you're an F and M hero, and he's like a real life hero, like an R L M hero. Kyt, can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. What the fuck happened to your website? Uh, did it just? I'm die? reading the comments on our last episode. Oh man, read some of them. And so, like, you put in Facebook comments now as well. Oh, right, God right. Damn it. Also, when it's mentioned on Twitter and sh- it's just fucking horrible. Okay, so Robot Large gave Carrie Dan some like mad love. And it's actually awesome because he totally deserves it. And so we, he apparently says we don't give Carrie Dan enough shout-outs. Oh, yeah. We only give that guy like 20 shout-outs a show. Yeah, I just don't shut think up, that, Robot Large. I don't think Robot Large realizes that when, he's, <laughs> when we say, Kyle, we're talking about Carrie Dan. So, yeah, maybe he doesn't actually because I didn't catch that for like a full year. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Because <laughs> you didn't even know for a full year? Yeah, like it was like a long, I don't know if it was a year. Yeah, it was a long time that I did that I didn't know that Carrie Dan was Kyle Matters. Because it's not even close. It's not like Jay Boosh and, you know, my real name's Jay, not Boosh. You know. Yeah, I didn't know that forever either. Yeah. So, yeah. So maybe Robot Large is just a fucking retard. I like, John, you need to do, I like I'm your sound kidding. effect of Robot Large. <laughs> Who, me? It's, it's you who does it, right? Or am I confused? Which one? Like, <laughs> oh you... man, I have to, uh, I have to be in a mood to do that. <laughs> it was, it was pretty damn good the way you did it in one episode. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I'm like in a playful mood, and I'm just like, I just do it. But I don't want to do it now because I might like suck at it, <laughs> and then, and then oh, it's gonna, okay. it's gonna be a big letdown. You know. All right. So I wanted, so I was reading one of them here, and, and Matthew Claremont. I don't know if you know this guy. He apparently is from Quebec, Quebec, Quebec. So you know. So apparently, he posted a comment, and he says, I have a friend that plays in Quebec City at random events, and he's always wearing a shirt that's like a wife beater, with a huge (laughs) image of a girl's spread legs with cum all over her. It's absurdly obscene. Fuck? Fuck? Follow-up comment. He loves that shirt, too. So shout out to Matthew Claremont. That's hilarious. Also, if that other guy doesn't stick I mean, it's in... hilarious, but it's also gross. Oh, it's totally terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, I would, like, I, I if my son were at an event, I would probably, like, find a bucket of red paint and just, like, mink coat him, you know? Just pee to him for the I cum leg. Pee to him for the cum bag. Yep. You got it. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of... I mean, come on, dude. Seriously. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so yeah. So I wanted to make sure that we read some of those comments, give the shout outs because they were due. What else? Good job, Canada. From left handed hero. They want more Medina and more contention. All the obviously they want more Medina. I mean, come on. Who wouldn't? Salsa. Oh man, are there any developments on your line of salsa? Salsas? No, that dude said he could make it, but then I just didn't hear anymore. 
what the fuck he jacked your idea and shit I meant. I I wonder because uh I was wondering like about making salsa and sending it with cards, but then that seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> like they open up their temporal masteries and there's like salsa all over them. Yeah. It's like yeah, that's probably a probably bad. Plus yeah. when you're like, I'll just order two temporal masteries and you're like, yeah, that'll be forty eight dollars in shipping. <laughs> But man, get some chips ready, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I I should I I'm pretty sure that while we're on the subject of like spicy and salsa and all that jazz, I should probably quickly give a shout out to one of our regular listeners, Tyler Premier, uh, Premier rather. Um, he just opened up uh, with his family a new hot sauce shop in a town. Hot sauce shop. It's called the Sauce Shack Inc. And they have, like, specialty mm. hot sauces, and they're, like, flavorful what? milds to, like, the insane ones. What is a... What is a specialty hot sauce? Is I'm that, sure. like... Is Be, that like, a- one of those that are, like, a million Scovilles, you know? Like, those, yeah. those like, ridiculous ones. Yeah, okay. Anyways, so if you guys like hot sauce, you should go and check that out. Um, eh. But, yeah. I think they have a page on Facebook. Oh, so I can order it, too? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So anyways, here you go. Free shout out. Free shout out. Shout out. Hey, what's Wolfier Silverheart worth now? Still. Um, I sell them at six ninety nine. Fuck. <laughs> and that's Gumbags the low price. That's shit. the low price, bro. That's Fucking crazy. Who's buying these? Chris Lansdale. You don't, I don't know. I got so excited when I actually shipped one. I was like, <laughs> this, I'm like, I was packing the order. I'm like, whoa, this dude bought two silver hearts. But uh, it's one of our loyal customers. So I was like, yes. Yeah. Enjoy the deal, bro. Because all the other ones are more expensive on TCG. Uh, they used to be, at least. I don't know. I don't know about now. Let's find out. Yeah, yeah. Wolfier Silver Wolfier Silverheart is about six fifty on on uh TCG now. That's just insanity. It was ten and that's when I put mine at six ninety nine and then now everyone's down in my range. That's always what happens. John Medina. That's right, man. Finger on the pulse, man. I'm not afraid, man. I'll put my cards down. <laughs> somebody somebody got me for scroll rack. Uh you know who it was? Who? Uh Adam Yurchik. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what are they at now? Uh, I guess they're like twenty five on Starcy. I mean, you didn't get me, get me, but I guess there was some selling for like thirty or forty on like on eBay or something. Uh, but like I haven't been paying attention because I've just been like working like a dog, like actually getting inventory on the site. And I started hearing like Corbin Hostler and everyone was like, "Oh yeah, Scrollwreck is selling out all over the internet." And like I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." So I go down to pack the orders. And I'm like, "Ah." Edmir Chick got me. <laughs> I, look, I look at the inventory. I'm like, okay, no more scroll racks. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> oh man, but uh, but I don't care about that shit. <laughs> I don't care about that shit. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I bought the scroll rack when they were ten for like six dollars. So yeah. you know, if if I got if I got my ten bucks out of it, I'm fine. You. Know? You can't win every single one. Yeah, nor do I want to. I want my customers to win sometimes too, man. Why no, not? you don't. You yes, I do. Sure, why not, man? Because you're a filthy scumbag. Dude, think about it. If people went to the casino and never won, ever, 
They'd stop going to the casino, bro. So is that what is that what your store's like? A casino? A roll of the dice yeah. every time? It, it yeah. is you like might, a you might get your cards, you might not. You might it's, get salsa, you might not. <laughs> it's like a casino because, like, honestly, every now and then I throw a pack in an order. Oh, thanks. Well, I mean, it's random, dude. Sorry. It's random. <laughs> Don't you know how random works when you have bros? It's it's random except for Jay Boosh. Yeah, fuck, just like 20 <laughs> tweets. Fuck that. <laughs> fuck that 20 tweets column in the ass. Also, fuck it, because I know that Heather's under strict orders not to put me in there, because I'm know. hilarious. Because I'm hilarious. Because I'm hilarious. Also, then she used some excuse, like, oh, Jay, can't put your hilarious tweets in 20 tweets because it had a swear word in it. And then what does she do? Immediately puts Nina fucking with a swear word in her 20 tweets and flowers over the swear word. Puts a little nice little dainty flower over Yeah, we there. always put the flowers over there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, you can't have my flowers in there because I got swear words and shit. Fuck that column. It ain't funny anymore, and it never was. <laughs> oh, ouch. Oh, ouch. Oh, yeah, man. what's up with that? Yeah, arrange your hands some more. Boom. Yeah, well, I mean, now now you're never going to be on the column. So I don't yeah. give a shit about that, that bum column anyway. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get on the real 20 tweets Oh, on Star oh, City wait, Games. Trying to get on the Chris Lansdale. Chris Lansdale 20 tweets. Oh, did he make it on the sweet tweets? Sweet tweets. Is that what that's called? Really? I have to get yeah. behind that. Sweet tweets? Yeah, I don't know, man. Ugh. Yeah, the, the alliteration is not there, man. The alliteration is not there. No. Ugh. I don't Ugh. know, man. I don't Garbage. know. Maybe they should have kept a certain financial writer around, man. You know? Maybe they should have explored his options a little more. I they probably know. shouldn't have. It doesn't seem like that would have been a reasonable investment. <laughs> it seems like it was a gamble. Yeah. A gamble that you lost. Yeah, I'm I'm losing big time right now. <laughs> man, if this is losing, I don't want to win, man. I don't want to win. <laughs> so, uh, do we want to go to shoutouts then? Yep. Unless we have anything uh, else. Shoutouts. Shoutout. Yeah, I don't have oh. to talk about Delver anymore. I guess. Oh yeah. So, do you want to talk about Delver? No, it's still good. Play it. All right. All right. Still play Force Order War and Peace. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. You know you know what I realized that um that uh I didn't have as much trouble with the Delver guy I played on Tuesday. And uh I don't know if it's because my deck changes or because my buddy Jake is just like a really good Delver player. So uh or maybe just that Delver is now sucking, dude. Maybe this it's the time, you know? I don't think it is. Like, I I played a bunch of games with it. I was fine with it. I don't know. I don't know, Jay. No, you don't. I'd love to play Jay at Magic. <laughs> I just want to see, all, after all this crap he talks, if he actually can play Magic. <laughs> well, I, mean, I obviously can't. I mean, because, like, what did you do? You, like, top it, like, Canadian, like, Backwoods Tour or something like that? Yeah. Yeah? Okay, so, like... No, the thing that KYT just spent an hour talking about. Okay, so yeah, so you top eight in one of those. Um, you know, maybe that's like the equivalent of me going down to the free FNM. Who knows, you know? No, because I also win the free FNMs. Yeah, but the free FNMs in Canada might be like the equivalent of me going down to casual hour at, at Hobby yeah. Town. You no, know? you're right. Canada's really bad at magic. They only have like Alex Hayne and John Finkel. And... Oh, don't start. Don't start with this. Don't start with oh, Alex Hayne. Come on. That's <laughs> You know what? I have Cincinnati. $10... Cincinnati's got a lot of. I have a ten dollar bill signed by Alex Hayne. 
Oh, no, because I whooped his ass. B value. Because I whooped his ass, he had to give me this $10 bill. You didn't so Alex, ass. You fucking cheated. Dude, I whooped his ass. So Alex, if you want this $10 bill back, you gotta come and get it, son. <laughs> See you in Columbus, John. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, to Columbus. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's the thing. That's a, Oh, I've got an, uh, an anniversary. I've got... Uh... <laughs> no, no, props to Alex. He is a really good player. You know. Shoutouts? Yep, go. I'll go first. Shoutouts to Mr. The real Chris Lansdell. Shout out to that guy. Always the real Chris Lansdell. <laughs> the real Chris Lansdell. There's a big, big, big caveat right there. Fucking real. Real. Shout outs to Jay, who was uh, cheering me up because he was on the golf the course. Real, the real Jay. The real hey, Jay. man, there's only one Jay Boosh. He's the realist. That's right. We were. Uh, having a serious talk, and then he goes, Nice shot, Cooper! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you guys are playing golf together? No. no. We were just, like, uh, using HeyTel, but oh, okay. Uh, okay. we were having a serious conversation, and then he would he would give me, like, it would start serious, and then out of nowhere, Nice shot, nice Cooper! Shout-outs <laughs> <laughs> Shout to Ben Clinton, uh, John Stern, Nina, um, everyone I got to meet uh, during this past weekend, um, like almost half of the room was mer- wearing mad deprived shirts. So I guess the uh, Alex winning had some impact, and that's going to do with that. Um, Shouts to Alex! I can't wait to see him. He'll be back for um, so Scott should come to uh, at least say hi to Alex because he'll be at the PTQ slash WCQ. Yeah. Um, so. And that's my wait, show. Wait a for second. Did did he uh, did he take a cruise back? Is that why it's taking a long time? No, he's just like spending a lot of time in Europe. Um, I don't think he he's has money. T- he's flying back to Toronto, uh, but he's been like, right now he's in Amsterdam. He was like in France to play that big tournament that they uh, host yearly. The like, Bazaar Moxen. Right, right. The I vintage. Think, is it vintage? It's a uh, legacy, right? Legacy yeah. and vintage. Right, he finished in top 16 of that, and apparently it's like some big tournament with a lot of ringers, like Wafotapa's there, I think, maybe? Wow. Like, or like some of the big, like he saw, I think it was Wafotapa or Matignon, like they were playing the PTQ the week before or something, a few days before, <laughs> with uh, like David Kaplan was there, and like it was a hard PTQ, like with those guys, I guess. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, what? But I can't wait uh, to see him back. Hey, like, Saito has to play a PTU. <laughs> oh, man, Saito has to play. He's fine. He's going to win one, like, the first He's just going to crush it in, like, a second. <laughs> That's my shout-outs. Jay? Um, oh, me. Me, all right, all right. Shout-outs to Brandon the Card Guy uh, from the Sentry Box. Um, he is uh, working really hard at making sure that we have a place to play when we need to test, and... I don't know, he's just really awesome as a T.O. slash magic dude. So shout-outs to him. And he loves the podcast. Uh, he talks about it all the time, so shout-outs to him. Who else? Shout-out to fucking Jay and Jimmy Kirkman. I, mean, I don't think I've ever shouted them out. Urte's Lament on Twitter? Maybe I have. But uh, they're entertaining today, and they're just good people. And 
you know, Jimmy's Jimmy's had a rough little while, so just send her some love, you know. She's an awesome person. So there's that. And uh shout out to Rob Ince. Ugh, Rob Ince, man, that guy. That, that guy's a guy. So he's he's you know, he's been helping his wife do school stuff. He hasn't been able to play as much magic as uh he'd like. But, you know, he's a funny guy, and he knows Chris Lansdell, so you should talk to him about Chris Lansdell and get some really good, funny stories and shit. And, uh, what else? Who else we got? I don't know if there's anyone else even to shout out. Man, you guys haven't been cutting it. You haven't been cutting it lately. Oh, I have to give a shout out to Steve-O, uh, and, uh, Dallas, and then other Steve-O, who came down, um, to play in the, I think it was an Ancestral Recall tournament, maybe? Or a Time Walk? I don't know. It was like a Mox tournament, but it was for one of them cards. And, uh, you know, I haven't seen those guys in a long time. They're the guys from Tabor. So shout out to them. And, uh, shout out to Easy Beasy for, uh, what did he do? Like top 32 at GP Minnesota? Minneapolis? Mini? I think he he dated. I know he dated. Yeah. He finished um, in 38th. 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 Oh, fuck that, man. Shout out revoked. <laughs> I mean, 38th is pretty damn good at a GP. Yeah. No, garbage. Garbage town. Yeah. I mean, it's no top eight at a Canadian backwoods magic tour, you know? Yeah, that's right. Eight is bigger than 32. So, there you have it. Shout out to fucking Doritos. <laughs> Shout out to Old Spice. Man, if we could get an Old Spice sponsorship, that would be sweet. Fuck that, like, that riding a horse looking at your man. Look over here, look over there. Fuck that shit. You know what you need to market to? Hot. You don't need to market to hot and muscly. Guys, you don't need to market to them, them motherfuckers. You need to market. You need what you have to do is have like a giant, fat, gross, smelly person in your commercial, and then just be like, "Here, bro, use this commercial over. Problem solved." Here, dude, use this. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like an awesome commercial. What's up, bro? Yeah. You you could use some of this. It it's the fresh scented. Yeah, sounds you also, like you were like a screenwriter in your previous yeah. life. <laughs> well, some, dude, of that stuff this. some of that stuff carries over, right? <laughs> oh, man. You must have also been an idiot in your pre- previous life. Because I'm so smart now. Boom. Yeah, um, maybe. So shout out to PMAC who won the fucking. Oh, we didn't even talk about my GPT experience. God Yo, damn it. Do uh, it. Shout out to PMAC who won the GPT uh, and got his three buys, even though he'd never played the format before and cheated. Against me, well, and then fucking also made bad misplays and was an ass the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, so shout out to him. Shout out to Mike Whittington, who uh, was fun at the GPT as well and crushed me in the uh, quarterfinals of the top eight because I drew 35 lands in three games. That was really fun. Uh, it was pretty sweet. So I'm not bitter about that or anything. Not anymore, anyway. Uh, and then shout out to golf. Golf's wicked. <laughs> And Cooper. Oh, yeah, Cooper. Shout out to Cooper. Hey, great shot, Cooper. Great, great shot. Great shot, Cooper. <laughs> uh, next. Next. You guys can fight over it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Ready? Yep. Okay. So, shout out to you guys. Cast was a little bit laid back tonight. Kind of enjoyed that. Um, shout out to all the fans commenting on the comments. Uh, thanks for the more Medinas. Uh, I feel like we should have more comments. I feel like we're not having enough comments. So, uh, you guys, uh, do the right thing. Get to work. 
Make some comments. Free Bane Slayer Angel. I think I'm going to give out a free card. What should I give out? Tybalt. Bonfire. Uh, Bonfire of the Damned? Yep. Holy fuck. Yeah, we only got three comments on the last episode. God yeah, damn. that's pretty pretty crappy. So, okay. It's crappy. So, we're going to give a random commenter uh, Bonfire of the Damned. So, uh, make a comment, dude. Stop messing around. Yeah. Shout out to Mac Doyle for making a comment. And yeah, already shout out to that Mac guy. Claremont making a comment. Yes. And, so, shout outs to, uh, to those guys. Uh, shout out to my wife. Gonna have the five year anniversary uh, oh. this weekend, so uh, pretty pumped about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna spend it with your parents though? What's are, that? Are, you gonna, are you gonna see your parents at any time during that weekend? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So shout out to the wife and um, shout out to to everyone over working with me on legit MTG. Uh, We've been uh, been kicking some ass over there, so shout out to those guys, uh, and shout out to KYT for building a brand and uh, keeping it together for so long. You know, I know it hasn't been easy for him, so uh, shout out to you, KYT. Thank you. Um. All right. So shout out to uh, to Ben and Nina for doing well at the uh, PTQ and having a having a good time and repping the deck um, shout out to KYT good job on uh, winning your CMT <laughs> despite the fact that I'm trolling you incessantly for the low attendance um, how many know. people showed up 25 oh my god that's less than Calgary so um, anyways <laughs> uh, shout out to um, Jerry for just sending me back an email that I'm replying to Thank you. <laughs> Jerry's such a good come on, guy. Come on the show, Jerry. You were on, like, episode, like, 17, and it's, like, now, like, 80 fucking million. Yeah. I, I gotta hi, say, bro. Come say I hi like, to us. We miss you. What I, what I love you, about Jerry, what I love about Jerry is that in those Brad and Jerry movies, he was, like, totally unkempt, right? His hair was, like, crazy colors. His nails were painted, right? Yeah. He was just, like, off the chain. And then, like, I'm watching Pro Tour coverage, and you see him, and his hair is, like, clean cut, and he just looks like just this, like, uh, overachieving Jerry. You know what I mean? It's crazy. He's just, like, just, like, turned into Turbo Jerry. It's kind of awesome. So, props to that. Nice. Oh, Shout out to Chris Lansdell for commenting on our last episode under a pseudonym. Oh, he did? Yeah. CL Smooth? <laughs> Chris Lansdale, smooth, baby. C.L. Smooth? Mocha. There's nothing about Chris Lansdale that's smooth. Come on. <laughs> Maybe KYT could tell us if there is. <laughs> I know, you guys put a lot of time together. <laughs> and now they're like best bros. Yeah. It's okay to be gay. That's fine. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. Uh, you don't have yeah. to be, you know. I respect your wishes to not come out. I'm not going to pressure you for that. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you were to, this, there would be this, no repercussions whatsoever. This joke got too complicated right now. <laughs> oh, man. I can just feel Jay trying to tiptoe around all of the users or listeners. Right? <laughs> He's like, ah, uh, not that uh, that would be bad. Uh, uh, in the pejorative sense, I mean, pejorative. you know, pejoratively speaking. <laughs> oh, who said that? Sean McClay? Dude, Sean McClay, shout out to that guy. Yeah, that guy's sick. People love that guy, man. He's awesome. He's awesome. He's hilarious. He's a hilarious guy. Yeah. 
bad at magic, but he's a hilarious guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, who else do I have to give a shout out to? Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, I think. You know what? Fuck! Shout out to Doug. I owe Doug a shout out, large for sure. Doug who? Doug Potter. <laughs> he uh, what the he, fuck? Doug uh, Potter. I'm telling you, he uh, he, <laughs> he seems does. to he seems to actively be trying to turn over a new leaf, and uh, and I, I gotta give him credit for it. So. Good for him. Thanks so much for the emails this week. We had uh, a lot of good chats on Twitter and stuff. Email. And uh, he had a lot of nice things to say about us. Oh, right. One more. Ready? Birthday shout-out to Ian Baker. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. The doctor is in. The doctor is in. Broken City. I haven't seen Ian for a really long time. I kind of assume that since we haven't heard. But uh, Facebook is telling me it's his birthday today. So (laughs) happy birthday. I'm good. Alright. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no one will ever know where that's from. <laughs> Except for Nina. <laughs> I didn't actually say that while I was killing her. <laughs> she knows. She knows. Alright, later guys. See you in the next episode. Alright, everybody. Ciao. Someone's eating Pringles? It's Jay. He's finishing. (laughs) It's like a slow chew. (laughs) Rolling it around his teeth. Losing it. Trying to chew silently. Ninja chew. No, it's not working. It's like when you're having sex at the parents' uh, house, you know? (laughs) Down, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Shh, I said shh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I said shh. Oh, it's good. All right, cover in the mouth. Mmm. Mmm. Is that (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Funky cold Medina.